Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, I, I think I'll prefer the second one, to be honest. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Digger Dance Pure Shine Podcast. Uh, this is me, Ryan. That's Shane, and we're doing podcasts, I think, today. Uh, yeah, we're doing a podcast today. Uh, okay. So, yeah, you, you were saying you're watching Harry Potter's and that. Love Harry Potter, that. Love it. Do you like it? I, I do, I do. I, I, I like the first one. I really like the second one. Uh, the third one is good. The fourth one is fairly good now. The fifth one is shite. The Order of the Phoenix are pure shite, lad. Oh, fuck, can't stand it. It just, it just doesn't seem like it's Harry Potter. What do you mean? Uh, it just, it just drags out. It's, it's shite. There's no real fun parts in it. At uh, the end, the end now is, is alright because there's a bit of, a bit of action going on, but th- the build up to it and the way your one comes into the school and, ah, oh, fucking pure shite, lad. Yeah, I didn't like you now. And then the sixth one, I thought it was really good. And then the seventh one was that good that they had to make two of them. Yeah, the Deathly Hallows. Yeah, yeah, fucking class ones. Because that's when he goes and fights, you know who? Uh, Lord Voldemort. Uh, you can't say his name. <laughs> you can You can't. It's you know who. It's Lord Voldemort, lad. You're not even saying it right. It's not Voldemort. It's Voldemort. You can't say his name. I know! <laughs> Have you read the books, Ratten? No, I haven't. I saw the size of them. I thought, I'm not even going to try that. I'll just wait until the film comes home. Are they any good? To be honest now, there's a lot goes on in the books now that doesn't go on in the films. And the book sometimes is um, very different to the film now. Oh, really? Yeah, the scenes are different. Like The scenes are very different. Certain things goes on in the books where you're like, God, they did that completely different in the film now. I would have preferred to have it that way. But then there's other parts in the book where you're like, Look, the film was better now. The film was much better. But, um, yeah, I read three of them myself. And th- the rest now I'm having read to me. Oh, someone comes around at night time. No, no, I, I, I have the, 
the, the app thing, Audible or something it's called. Oh, where people read books, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's Stephen Fry, the English fella. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does good documentaries in there. Yeah, he reads um, he reads the Harry Potter books in there. And it's handy, like, because you'd be driving around in a machine there of a night shift, you know, you'd be fucking bored out of your noggin. You've listened to Luke Holmes a million fucking times and, you know, you're sick of fucking listening to certain songs and just stick on one of those books there, like. Uh, how much? How much are the books like? I think it's like, what's it, like $12 a month and you get a free book every month or something. All right, that's all right then. Yeah. But then if you want, then after you finish one, you can just pay like whatever it is, 10 or $12 for the book. Like, all right, okay. Yeah, nice. So which one do you want now? Uh, the fourth one is good. It's the Goblet of Fire one. Yeah, it's, it's good now, but... You know, I'm still, I'm still not even near the school yet, like, and I'm already three hours into the whore. They're dragging out this first bit now, where he goes to the, the, the Quidditch uh, World Cup thing. It's been dragged out now for a while, and it's kind of getting a little bit annoying. Yeah, that's why I prefer the films in there, because you, you can see that little shy bit at the start. It, it makes sense, so it has to happen, but the way you're talking, you know, they're probably dragging out a bit too much, you know. So, straight into the school, get the magic going, kill you-know-who. And be done with it, like, you know. Your washing machine's going in the background there, do you know? Yeah, I, I know. We have to wash clothes in this house. A uh, fucking noise of it. <laughs> it's just picking up in the headphones. I don't know if it's going to pick up in the microphone. Uh, I'd say so. Sorry now, guys, but this is an inconsiderate bastard here. <laughs> so, films, right? What's your, um, what'll be your top ten favourite films? Eh, uh, Jesus, I don't know. I, I like a good film, to be honest. I like a funny film. Yeah, comedies are good. Do you like horrors? Uh, only if I can go to the cinema and watch it. Oh, really? Yeah, I have to go to the cinema and watch it. Because I want to be absolutely shitting myself after it. Otherwise, it's not a scary film, is it? I suppose. I suppose. I do like Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's not a horror, though. It fucking is for a parent. Because imagine, your child goes off swimming in the ocean and then they end up down in fucking Wally Willy Baby Sydney. <laughs> was it P. Sherman 42 Wally Willy Sydney? That's the one. She read off the mask thing. That blue fish, Ellen DeGeneres. Is that who plays that? It fucking is. 100%. Yep. She's the Dory Fish. Yep. But yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, I do like the Conjuring ones. Oh yeah, they're fucking mental. Uh, and then there's, do you remember the old paranormal activity ones where they used to set up the phones in there, in, in the cameras in there, in the room, and just watch overnight, and you, you see like the alicization go mental in the room, and then the child in the car gets picked up by nothing. Something just lifts it up, but there's nothing there. I don't know how they explain that. That's all special effects, I think. No, it's not. Because it was cameras in their houses, like. Ah, look, it was all... I'd say it was all special effects then. I don't think so. I, I know a fella that said he saw something like that happen. Where his missus walked in and the, the child was actually out of the car. On the floor. Playing. Alright. How old was the child? Uh, six. <laughs> child would have climbed out. Oh, you reckon? 100% lad. Six year old. Absolutely. Six year old in the car. I, I, you know. Like, you can't judge. Like, you can't judge. But yeah, the films in there, I, I like Shawshank Redemption. Have you seen that one? That's where a man comes out, uh, breaks out of jail. 
Ja, yeah, Andy Dufresne. That's that's a classic. That's a very good one. I, I, I love the way they kind of speed it up. That, like, it didn't all happen in, like, you know, four years. Like, in most films, they kind of speed up where he's been in jail for, like, 20 years. And just very good. For an old film, it's very, very good. Probably one of the best you'll ever watch if you're into the films, you know? Yeah, it's probably one of my favourites now, too. If I ever see it on a Netflix, I'll, I'll watch it again, you know? Absolutely. And um, there's another one as well that I really, really like and I always kind of flick back to. Uh, Titanic. I don't know. I like Titanic. It's a good film. It's a good film. I don't know if I'd watch it as often now as I'd watch Shawshank. Uh, White Chicks. You like that one? I've seen that one on your, on your watch again a few times. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that film. It's a class film. That's where the two lads, uh, the two blackfellas, the cops, dress up as the, the blonde girls. And just unreal funny like. Just one of the funniest films you'll ever watch. Yeah, well, look, I'm, I'm fairly easy going with the films in there. Like, I like some army films as well. You know, like Save a Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down, you know, and the shooting ones. Them were fair good as well. And, like I said before, Titanic is a winner. Absolutely. I do think um, Kate wins it. Like, she could have she could have been a bit decent now and moved over, let him up on that door, at least for a few minutes. Like, I'd say there's plenty of room, but we weren't there, so we can't be sure. Uh, Forrest Gump, that's another one. You like Forrest Gump? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, would you say it's a, it's a kind of a reflection on yourself in a way? Hey, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, just the way he is, like. Uh, with the running and that. Uh, <laughs> Why do you do a bit of running? Uh, if I have to. If I'm getting chased by something, I'll run. Yep. I'm just... The way you kind of carry on and the way he kind of carries on. Are you saying I'm... Like him, the way he talks. I, no, I don't say that, no. I reckon he talks a bit different to me because he kind of goes, uh, Jenny. Whereas I'd go, Jenny, get in here for a minute. I want to show you something on this remote that's not working here. You know, it's a bit different. It's a bit different, I think, but I do like that film, though. Very good film. Yeah, it's a long film, though. It's very, very long. Yeah, the old films, the old classic films are very long. Shawshank goes on for like three hours. Titanic is over three hours. Forrest Gump would be about three hours, three and a half hours as well. Yeah, they're all very long films. Saving Private Ryan is actually a long film too. But it's good, like, like I wouldn't like Finding Nemo to be three hours long because that's a long time to be looking for your child. I'd be panicking if I had to look for more than three hours. Like, You, you realise that it, it was more than three hours, actually, that he was looking for his child. No, no, the film only went on for an hour and a half. And for the first 20 minutes, the child was... Was kind of alright, like. No, but they, they kind of. Oh, it doesn't matter. They made a second one of that. Finding Dory. Oh, fuck, lad. Pure shite. I was fucking delighted when they announced that was going to happen. And then when I watched it, I was like, fucking shouldn't have touched it. Should have just left it. Leave it alone to fuck. It's the same with the Toy Stories and that. They made loads of them. I think the second one was okay. Or the second Toy Story is good. But that's where it should have fucking stopped. They made three, they made four. I think they made five. Yeah, it's fucking... It's not on, is it? Same with those fucking Fast and Furious. Like, the first one, the second one, and the third one. Class. Leave it at that. Because they literally swapped characters. So, like, the first one had, um... Your man that that died. Yeah, I fucking drove into a tree. Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah. So he was in the first one, and he was in the second one. And then the third one was set in Japan. So why not just stop there, like? Fucking, they've got, like, ten of them now. Yeah, and they're bringing out another one as well. Next year, I think. 
fucking hell. I haven't watched past five, I think. I think I watched the fifth one. And I thought, this has just turned to pure shy. It's no longer about the cars. It's just all about fucking guns and... Yeah, and they've got that fella, The Rock, in it. And uh, Van Petrel and uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's his name, the Bali fella. Did I call him Van Petrel? <laughs> yeah, it's no longer about the cars and that. It's all about fucking missions and fucking heists. And that's just pure shy. It's gone to fuck. You should stop making it. Know, know when to stop, like. Know when to stop. Yo, you used to hang around with a fella in England. They had, like, a fast car and that. Yeah, Ryan Nolan. Mad into his cars. And we used to go to, um, like, car shows and that, where you'd, like, camp out. I thought you eating night camping. I don't. Fucking can't stand it. So why did you do that? Oh, I just went there once, like. It was like a two-day thing. Fucking hate it. I didn't sleep for two days. Fucking lying in a tent out in the grass. Fuck that. But yeah, fucking unreal cars at these shows, like. And I remember fucking a fella, his name was EJ. He was like a, an Asian fella. I think he was like Japanese or something. They're mad into their cars. And lad, he had this purple... Mitsubishi Lancer, this Evo 8. Fuck me, lad. I said, could I? Fucking, you're frightened the shit out of me in the whore. The thing is, we were at this tent thing, you know, the camping and stuff, and we'd been drinking all day, and the cars are all parked beside us and that. And I just couldn't get over this thing. This is literally something, like, out of Fast and Furious. It sounded unreal. It looked unreal. It kind of had that purple paint that kind of changes its shade whatever way you look at it, fucking class, lad. Just the best of everything he had. And we'd been drinking cans and stuff, right? And he says to me, um, well, one of the lads, I think it was Roy, actually said, here, Shane never actually went for a spin in that thing. Take him for a drive and show him what it's like. And I, my eyes lit up. I was like, fuck, that's class. Like, he's like, no way. He's like, yeah, come on. So we jumped in. Now, he, he would have had a few cans himself. <laughs> and we drove out the road because we had to drive off the grass and down onto the road. Well, fuck me, lad. Once we hit that roundabout and took off, you were stuck to the scene. Oh, fuck, lad. I nearly ended up out in the back seat. Just the acceleration of this fucking thing and the noise of it. And this fella beside me just cheering away. Not a bother to him. The speed he was getting up on this little narrow street. Oh, I was fucking shit scared. I was absolutely shit scared. And then we got back to the tent area where the lads were and they were all drinking as well and... Roy was like, oh, what did you make of that? I said, fuck, I'm never getting into one of them again. That was fucking mental. Like, it's it just unnatural fast, like, for, for a car like that. Like, I know some of them can go quite fast, but I'd never experienced anything like that. I don't know what he has in the engine or how much money he's put into it, but fuck me, that is what a car is. Yeah, my ma had a micro there. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a blue one. It was a blue one, and it even had a little blue spoiler on the back. Don't know the micros helped him. And that was rocket, absolute rocket everything. And she said to me, you can have a load in the car there if you want, drive out the road to see your one that I, I was with at the time. And I drove out there and did whatever I had to do, you know, yourself. And I headed back into town. And you know what I mean? You're going in, dang in there from, from Crotton's height. Oh yeah, the graveyard corner. That one, fuck. I was coming around fast now. I'd say I was doing about 70. And that corner's only fit for like 40, if... If you're pushing it. And I didn't I didn't judge it really well. I was really young for I was really like fucking seventeen like. I didn't judge it really well and I turned that corner like real fast and the car just wouldn't wouldn't take the corner. It just went straight. Crossed the road, up onto the grass, and I had to stop like <laughs> Jeez, you're lucky there was nobody fucking coming around on the other side. That's usually a busy old corner. Yeah, I was very lucky now. 
I didn't meet Charlie on the tractor, you know, because he would have fucking... As you say, I would have been fucking broke up, like... Could you imagine hitting his tractor at 70 an hour, and you're turning that corner, and he's got Lord Turf on the back of it, because he's always pulling turf. He, all year round. All year round. Fair play to him. So this is a part of the podcast now where I read out some pickup lines and now, and I'll read them off Google, and then I'll translate them into proper terms because you can't go around and ask somebody if they're French because, madame, you're fine. The, you're not going to get the sex from that. That's not going to happen. So I'll do it. I'll read five of them out, and then I'll translate them into ones that will actually work, and you might actually get the jostle. So let's go. So the first one is, do you have a name, or can I call you mine? That's fucking stupid. How are you, Ryan? My name is Ryan. Don't know your name, so I'll just call you Ryan. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it means. I think it just means, should I just say that you are mine? Yeah, but that's even worse as well, because then that means you're kind of controlling and there. Uh, yeah, right, right, go on, change that one there. Change it. Uh, do you have a name there? So I know what it is. I have to point to the phone here. <laughs> that's actually not bad. I don't mind that one. Yeah. The next one is, have you ever been to jail? Because it should be illegal to look that good. That's not bad, no. I don't mind that one, but we, we will change it as well. Because I'd be saying, here, ha- have you ever been to jail? Because I don't fancy dating a smooth criminal. <laughs> oh, the old Michael Jackson. What? What, boom? That's the song, Smooth Criminal. Is it fuck? Slat. Uh, the next one is... Are you a time traveler? Lad, lad. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I know, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> fuck's sake, lad. Oh, fucking hell, go on. Uh, are, don't, don't make me laugh. No. Uh, are you a time traveler? Because I see you in my future. That's good the way it is. Don't don't touch that. <laughs> don't touch that one. I, I just just bear with me, oh. That's very. <laughs> uh, are you a time traveler? Because if you are, I I reckon I get you settled down. <laughs> Straight on to the next one. Hi, I'm Mister Wright. I hear you've been looking for me. See that one? That one's not finished. That's the problem with that one. That one's not finished, and I'll kind of go with that one, but I'll finish it off. 
And I kind of change it a little bit. It's going to be, hi, I'm Ryan. I hear you've been looking for me. I'm the fella that's coming to jackhammer your floors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because your name is the jackhammer. Yeah, the jackhammer. Yep. Absolutely. That's a good one. That's a good one. And the last one is, wow, you look a lot like my next girlfriend. That's, that's a bit forward. That's a bit forward. No, that's a little bit strange, I reckon. I reckon the girls wouldn't like that at all. So I would change that to, wow, you look completely different to my ex now. And I reckon she liked that. She liked that for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I need one to look like the ex. Eh? Sometimes they do, though. You know, you'll see a friend of yours there now that was with one for a while. And then they'll break up and they'll get with a different one. And she's the very same. <laughs> she's the very same as the one that he broke up with. <laughs> yeah, same cunt. I know sometimes the different personality, but they just look the same. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I suppose. But that, that's the pickup line, so I, I hope they're working for people. Are they working for you? Or they are, I've been on the dates and now. Have you? Yeah, yeah, I've been on the dates. A few fucking strange ones, huh? All right, go on. Yeah, I saw... Um, I actually did an Instagram thing yesterday where I asked people about their uh, strangest dating experiences and stuff. And there are some of them that I read out, of course, but there was one now that I was on. And it's a long time ago now, long time ago, before I actually mastered the pickup lines. And this is probably why this one was a fucking lunatic. But she said to me one time, because we'd been chatting on the phones and that, doing the texts, and we decided to meet up. And you know the way you say, like, oh, what is it you're looking for? No one ever says me fucking keys. You know, it's always, oh, tall, dark and handsome. Yeah, yeah, cunt. Look at me. Short, pale and fucking strange looking. Thanks. Thanks very much, Greta. Was her name Greta? I think so. But yeah, she said to me, I'm looking for an old-fashioned man. And I was like, why, like? Clothes nowadays are savage. <laughs> she means... She means a fella that'll do, like, old romantic things, like pull out the chair so she can sit in it, or open the door before she gets into the car, carry her across the threshold. Across the threshold? What the fuck? She can open doors herself, can't she? Pull out chairs and that. Yeah, it's just something that fellas would do, you know, like, pay the bill and that. She can fuck off, I'm not paying her phone bill. I see how much she's on the phone to me as well, I have my own to fucking pay. No, if you're out for dinner or you're going to the fucking cinema or something, you know, the, the fella usually picks up the, the cost. Does he fuck? I thought the women these days was, was modern age once. Yes, some of them some of them will fight you for the bill. Absolutely, I've been there. Some of them will fight you for the bill. I always prefer to, to handle that stuff myself. But, um, yeah, there's ones that, that would expect it. That You see them on the first dates there on the television. Oh, yeah, where they say, I'm very disappointed now that he asked me if we want to display it. Yeah, some of them fucking expect it, lad. And you're the worst cunt in the world if you don't do it for them. Yeah, fucking... That, that's what she was kind of going on about. And then she said that I have to be believing in a certain religion and that I have to practice that religion as well. What was the religion? I was Catholic, like, Catholic, but... Like, she wanted me to go to Mass and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, fucking... Some people are like that, though. They just... You have to do everything that they do. There's people out there that, that really believe that you have to be into the same things. You have to like the same music. You have to dress similarly like fashion, like clothes, brands and all that sort of stuff. You just have to be into the same things. You have to watch the same films, same TV programs. You have to want to be doing the same things outside of fucking work. You know, you have to be into hiking if they're into hiking. 
you know, all this kind of stuff. I think that's bollocks. I think that's too much similarity. And that's what fucks people up. Because there's nothing different going on. They're not doing anything different. Whereas myself and the wife here now, we've got different tastes in music. Very fucking different tastes in music, I'll tell you that. We both share the fact that we like Irish music. But other than that, she listens to like fucking Blink-182. Like, there's a couple of their songs that are, are decent, but she listens to their whole albums, like, you know, and some of the songs are like, what the fuck is that you're listening to? And she says the same thing about the music I listen to. And films and TV shows were kind of a mixed match with that sort of stuff too. And I like going to the gym. She doesn't like going to the gym, you know. I play music. She doesn't play music. She dances. I don't dance, you know. You don't have to be photocopied versions of each other for you to get on and be compatible. You know, you're allowed to do things differently. But people are out there convinced that you have to be a certain air sign or water sign, you know, all this horoscope stuff. You have to be a certain height. You have to be a certain weight. You have to look a particular way. You have to have a certain type of diet. It's just all fucking bullshit. And you're setting yourself up for fucking disappointment. And that's it. That's why there's so many single people out there now crying going, I just can't find the right person. Because you've put him into such a small fucking box, there's nobody like that. And that's it. That's what it is. Give fucking people a chance. Find out that they're fucking lunatics or they're fucking weirdos. And then move on to the next one. But to just narrow it down to like... Because you've got what? Billions of people in the world, right? So people will narrow it down to within like hundreds of thousands. So you're fucking... You're shortening it massively. And then where you're living, it's even less again. So you've got hundreds... And then in your own little fucking area or your own jurisdiction, you've got two or three. And it's very likely those two or three are either already in something or they're gay. And, you know, you're not going to find anyone. That's just the way it is. And people fuck themselves up with this fucking fairy tale of everything has to be fucking beautiful and fantastic and he needs to read poetry to me of a night time. Yeah, roses are red. Move over the fuck. You're taking over all the bed. You know, that's... Thank you. Thank you. But that's just it. That's the way I see it. So you reckon I'm chasing after the wrong ones then? Probably not. Probably not. But just don't expect it all to be the same as what you like. Or to have her look a particular way. Obviously, if you're into someone that looks nice, that's fine. But does it have to be someone that looks a particular way? A certain height, certain weight, certain body type, you know, colour hair... You know, you're just narrowing it down for yourself and you're not going to be fucking happy. That's it. But anyway, you said you've had some fucking messages come in. Yeah, fucking. Well, here's some of this. So I said to people, give me your, your crazy dating stories, right? And this fella sent this in. No, he wants to be left anonymous. And I can see why, because he's a fucking ladies man, this fella. I was bogging a young one. <laughs> he was bogging this one, right? Uh, years ago. And we pulled up the road from our house which I thought was the entrance to the forest. Anyway, I was flaking away at this one. <laughs> flaking away. <laughs> and she goes, fuck, there's lights coming. So, panic stations. It was her mother coming down the road. And it turns out, I was actually parked on the wide bend on their road. And her mother saw all that was going on in the van. Beat the fuck cat. They lived on Boreen that ended in her uncle's farm. Needless to say, I only met the mother a few years later. I didn't hang around for too long at all, no, because my name was actually on the van. <laughs> and here's another one. He's a ladies' man, this fella. I, I also brought a lovely girl to me, Debs, and all I wanted was younger sister. 
Yeah. I, I assume she was of age. Like, he wouldn't be telling us this if she wasn't. And he's a nice man because we've messaged him before, so he's not pedophile. I stayed over at her place that night and I ended up with the sister the following night. <laughs> Down the local beach for some fresh air. I got home late, luckily. I got up for work the next morning and both number plates were upside down on the car. Four screws in each taken off and put on perfect. I still haven't found out who did that. God, what a cracker, hey. Some man for the lady Staffle. <laughs> Unreal. And he's flaking away at Joanne and the mother's seen him going at her in the van. <laughs> another fella, this is a short one, but another fella said a girl showed up absolutely pissed so I had to get her taxi home after half an hour and she ended up getting sick in the taxi. <coughs> Fuck's sake. We've all been there, hey. This is from a lady. Her name is Car1010. And she said, I went on a date to the cinema only to realise he had invited his pals and their partners. We queued to pay and he held back looking for me to pay. And as we were waiting on the rest of his friends, he went to McDonald's and came out with two burgers for himself. <laughs> what a cunt. Fucks, what a tight cunt. I bet you the cunt was from Calvin, no, he had to be from fucking Calvin. Some woman said, I don't know, she wants me to mention her name, so I won't. Uh, she's been separated for seven years. She tried Tinder. Fucking joke, she says. She brought home a fella, and it was like something that her cat would drag in. <laughs> yeah, Tinder's a fucking mixed bag of fucking idiots, I tell you. So this is the last one, and it's a long one. So it says, I was texting her one for a few weeks and decided we'd meet up. We organised a date. I said I'd pick her up, or I can meet her at the venue, whatever's handiest like. She said pick her up. I said fine. Decided the time, ask for her address. She was all excited for the date and all that. And on the lead up to it, about 90 minutes before my departure from home, we were flying. Fucking hell, think you're getting on a plane. <laughs> yeah, departure, hey, that's good one. I asked, was she still on for me picking her up? And to send her the air code, or to send me the air code, sorry. No reply. So I got ready and started driving in the general direction. <laughs> Thinking I'll get a text any minute. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Still no reply. Chance dialing her anyway. There was no answer. So I assumed I'm being stood up. So I carried on, visited a local machinery dealership. <laughs> Even have to have a look at tractors now. <laughs> Uh, not to waste my night completely, me being the farmer. Next day, I got a text. All apologised. Granny took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, lad. And she said she had to be by her side. I replied, and I was concerned, wishing her granny a speedy recovery. Of course, because you're a nice man. You're a nice man. We continued texting and organised another day. <laughs> you're definitely going to get the lick face now. So anyways, I said I'd meet her at the bowling spa. At X time, if she wanted, I could drop her home after. She said, great. Anyways, there I was again, getting ready on the night. Very little contact through the day, but she assured me she was game on. She was mad for waving. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say that, that's just something that we'd say no. So I text her, I'm leaving home, I'll meet you soon. I got no response again. So anyways, I proceed to drive. No response. No response at all. So I changed my mind and I just went to the cinema. I sent her a text saying, you obviously don't want to go on a date with me. And that is the height of rudeness. 
No response either. Two or three days later. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on here? I got a text all apologising again. This time, her ma fell because she had a drink problem and her parents were split up. All big sob story like. So anyways, I says, look, it's not going to work. I think we leave it like, you know. Leave it the fuck. <laughs> About two years later, I was actually sitting in a restaurant with a group of friends. Who walks in? Only the no show date. <laughs> that what he says. At the no show date. <laughs> she went to the toilet, so I shot up to her table of friends. And she had spotted me and was giggling and looking down my direction. Asked her friends what was her story. They replied, she's still keen on you. I replied, how many failed dates attempts will it take? And walked back to my own table. Fair fuck play to you. No fanny's worth that, lad. No fanny's worth that at all. But like, you can't do that to someone. You can't just lead them on and say, oh look, yeah, let's go on a date, let's go on a date. And then not reply. Like, I understand People die, grannies fall, mummies have drinking problems. I get that, 100%. But at least send a text and say, look, here, something's happened. I can't call. Like, he, he, was, he was banking on you, uh, ready for dates, like, and he was driving there. He had to stop off and have a look at some tractors. Like, but uh, just, just text the lad and just say, look, can't happen tonight, very sorry. Or just say, I'm not fucking interested. Because that's wrong, what happened to that man. And I'm glad you became the bigger person. And didn't end up giving her any laughing after that. Fair fucks to you, Thanks everyone out there sent in those things. There was a few more, but I, I didn't want to read them because I couldn't actually fucking read them with some of the spelling. But other than that, thanks very much, guys. It was really good. Now, we need to do our mental health because we're actually over time. And you have to go pick up your young fella, don't you? Yeah, I do. Right, go on. Uh, so I've got a quote here. And it's, even the darkest night will end with the sun rising again. And that's true because I'll be honest... I'll be honest, I've never had a night now where I didn't see the sunlight the next day. So, you know, where there's dark, there's going to be light. There has to be, you know. And lads, remember, remember, it's up to you to find that light if you're in that dark spot. And it's as simple as getting up and turning on the fucking thing. Draw the curtains. Let the light in. Let people know that you're not feeling very happy. That you're not seeing the light side of life now. That you do see it all dark and all gloom and pure shy. But don't settle. Don't settle for that, because it'll eat your life. Literally, you're going to die. And we don't want that, do we? Not at all, not at all. Exactly, just draw the curtains, turn on the lights, let the lights in, let people in, let them know what's going on. Let them know that you're a little bit sad, or you're a whole lot sad, whatever the fuck it is. And help yourselves, because that's what you need to do. It's you that does it, it's not me. Just because I say it in videos, it doesn't fix you. You need to fucking fix yourself. And you can do it, absolutely. I believe in you, my friend.